You cannot be suspicious of a tree or accuse a squirrel or bird of subversion or challenge the ideology of a violet. From the American naturalist Hal Borland, 1900-1978. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This being the Almanac for May the 9th to the 16th, 2014. We're coming up on the full flower moon, some natural events. Over the last quarter moon, we've noticed big changes in the skies above. The first thunderstorms of the season have rolled through and even some tiny hailstones bounced on the sidewalks and roadways. Tall cumulus clouds sail serenely onto the scene for the first time since winter fled, their billowing peaks reaching seven or eight miles high. The sun rises ever so early, and by midday, its light takes on a penetrating brilliance that seeks out every last dark corner to give it a dose of nature's benign disinfectant. On Earth, insects of many varieties are active again on warmer days. Honeybees and bumblebees visit the early flowers. Ladybugs revive and crawl along the windowsill. And hornets haunt sunny rooms in old houses like ours, coming from who knows where. Everywhere, the marvelous, magical molecule of chlorophyll revives to burn again with the verdant fire that fuels all of life, producing living energy by combining nothing more than sunlight, water, and carbon dioxide to produce the carbohydrates that feed all living things. You know, this goes a long way towards explaining why the sight of a green field or forest or garden gives us such an overflowing feeling of well-being. Here's a field and forest report. At long last, the promised mayflowers are beginning to appear, bringing color to the fields and roadsides. During the past quarter moon, the dandelions have come into bloom, joining their cousins, the yellow colt's foot. Tiny white bluets, or Quaker ladies, sparkle in pasture lands, and violets unfurl their deep purple flowers to the sun. Lupin leaves send out their palmate fronds from purple stems, and tiny purple clusters like miniature grapes emerge on lilacs in the dooryard. Early apples are showing some leaf, and others are into green tip as the season proceeds apace. And, of course, the pastures are greening up real good. A mountain report. Awanajo stirs like a great monolithic bear emerging from her long hibernation. On damp days, she breathes great clouds of mist into the sky. On warm and sunny days, her pelt glistens and shines as she soaks up the warmth, ever so slowly stretches herself awake. On her broad back, fiddlehead and bracken uncurl, and Canada mayflower leaves reach up at the edge of the woods while buds swell on birches. 
tree swallows swoop and dart over her lower fields, catching flying insects and quickly commandeering the bluebird boxes set up there. Black flies are active, though not biting yet, just what the tree swallows need for a good feed. Bunches of pale green salamander eggs cling abundantly to sunken twigs in deep vernal pools in the wisdom woods, a good sign. These are the eggs of the stately spotted salamander, which has been observed in these pools in the past. This dark blue or brown shiny creature has rows of yellow spots, can grow to nearly 10 inches in length, can live for more than 30 years, and always returns to the same vernal pool to bait. I will never forget watching one do a slow arabesque in a shaft of sunlight in the very same pool many years ago. It may still be there. Here's a rank opinion. Climbing toward the summit by way of the fern gully, your commentator found a thrown-away glass bottle of some new AGT that someone was just too lazy to carry down from the mountain. The label read, Synergy, Organic and Raw, Enlightened. So you see, it's not just Bud Light cans that are carelessly cast aside these days. I fear our standards are slipping. We cannot expect travelers to come here to see our litter strewn far and wide. They can do that at home. So many thanks to those who've walked our roadsides picking up trash in recent days. There's still plenty more to do and beautiful days ahead to do it in. Finally, a seed pod to carry around with you this week. This from the Greek philosopher Aristotle. 384 to 322 B.C. One swallow does not a summer make, nor one fine day. So, too, one fine day does not make a man blessed and happy. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.